Hey there. Welcome to Christ-Centered Combos. I'm your host, Kristen Ladd. Thanks for joining me as we talk to believers within the Christian Fellowship Ministries to hear the amazing stories of how God has transformed their lives. My prayer is that through each episode, we can be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to press on towards the calling God has placed on each of our lives. This is uh, Pastor Lewis Oliver with the Potter's House Christian Fellowship Church. And I just want to recommend Christ-Centered Convos as a podcast. It's very encouraging and uplifting, good testimonies. Uh, and we're 100% uh, behind Christian and that podcast. Uh, and so also, uh, those of you that are listening, if you have not gone to our website, it's renoforjesus.com. Reno, F-O-R, Jesus.com. Thank you. Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to this week's episode of Christ-Centered Convos. It is Thursday, March 25th, my birthday, and it's just fun and interesting that I'm putting out this episode today. I don't know. It's crazy to think back a year ago on my birthday, we were announcing at church that we were having to close down due to covid And here we are a year later, and man, what God has done in our church, the growth that we've seen, the revival that we're having in our church and even in our baby churches and the two new baby churches that we're planting, that we've planted and are sent out. It's just crazy and really awesome to see the way that God is moving and God is working even in these end times. And I'm super excited for this week's episode with a sweet, faithful sister in the Reno congregation, Miss Laura. Um, She's a sweet, pretty quiet, keeps to herself. She plays the clarinet on the platform at our church, and she's just very sweet and uh, faithful. She's a faithful example of what it is to endure, to press through, and to just stay faithful to the things of God. And her testimony is one that I hope is an encouragement to you guys that you can hear that even through our personal stuff and all that may go on in our home life and in our personal lives, that we can continue to do what we know is right to do to press into God to serve him and to trust him to fulfill our destiny and our purpose and to reach our loved ones and to just I don't know just to be an encouragement so here's this week's episode I hope you guys enjoy and I hope it's an encouragement to you welcome Laura thank you for joining me thank you um so I'm super excited because I've seen or heard parts of your testimony but I've never like fully heard your testimony so um did you growing up did you grow up in a like godly home or going to church or how was your childhood well the only church that I went to was when I spent the night at my friend's house so maybe like five times in my childhood oh okay I went to the Calvary Baptist Church oh okay so you Southern didn't California you didn't have like the example shit of a, a godly home Not with God's word, but my parents were good people. Oh, okay. So it was a normal, stable childhood, but just no God involved. Right. (laughs) Which, like, 
that's the norm. Like people yeah. think just as long as you're not a good murdering person, anybody. right? <laughs> that you're good. <laughs> yeah. but, all right. So then, um, how how was it like growing up? You said it was just like a normal. Yeah, I went to school. Normal. Um, didn't have many friends, but I had a couple good friends growing up. Most of my childhood, I had short hair, so people always asked me if I was a boy or a girl. Oh, <laughs> so I, I think can that played to out that. later <laughs> on in life. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Besides reminding myself of it, so yeah. So um, I got I, good grades. Yeah, in school. As you grew up and like were in junior high and high school, did you like run into trouble like in school? Like, did you ever get into like a bad group of people or how? How was growing up in, like, your te- teenagers and stuff? I wanted to please the teachers and my parents. I was a good okay, student. Okay, so you were pretty much, like, the the good girl, the right good student. Okay. And in 12th grade, I got back into band, and me and the junior, um, we were friends, and she had an older boyfriend and other friends and got into drinking. And oh, okay. That's where I met my husband. Oh, okay. When he came. So from friends of relatives, we met. On oh, okay. 4th of July of 94. Wow, and that's when you were a senior in high school? Yep, right after. Oh, okay. Yep. Wow. Okay, so you kind of got a little bit into, like, the drinking and a little bit of the... I smoked pot a couple times. But this, like, it took after high school for you to end up in that kind of, like, your early adulthood before you got into drinking or trying any kind of drugs or anything? The end of my senior year. Oh, okay. So you never were around that, like, throughout no. high school or any of that? You were just focused on school doing good friends, in school? Yeah. And, oh, okay. Well, my friends were good friends until there you go. Yeah, my high school. <laughs> That's good. At least you weren't, like, deep in that throughout high school. So then from there on, you, you met your husband, and then tell me more about how that transpired or where your life went from there. So we met in 94, we were um, friends of family, I guess, and then he went to Montana, I stayed here, so I worked. Was he older than you? How old no, were you at that time? We were both 18. Oh, okay. Like five, three months apart. Oh, okay. And, and he's still older. Oh, okay. So he went to Montana, like, for school or for work, or? No, his grandparents moved there. Oh, okay. So he went with them. And his oh. family. So you guys weren't like we weren't dating weren't or anything together just, at that time. Yeah, we That's just, just talked when that you night. actually met. Yep. Okay. So you kind of became friends. Right. And then okay. we never heard from each other besides that week that we were that we met each other. So he <laughs> went his way, I went mine, or stayed here, and then yeah, about May he came back here because hmm. he knew where my parents' house was, so <laughs> he drove up here as soon as he got a car, and <laughs> we started dating, and then ended up getting married. Wow. While we had Brandon. Wow. Wait, hold on. Uh-huh. This is crazy. So you met him right out of high school, Yeah. and, like, you hung out and talked for a little bit, like, what, like, in a, a period of, like... A week. A week? Yeah, and, and then we went our ways. Oh, wow. And then... When he May, was able to, he yeah, drove came up back here. down here for uh-huh. you. Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah, interesting. I thought we were dating. He didn't have a place to stay, so we ended up staying in his car. 
you were dating and staying in his car? He was oh, staying okay. in his car. I was still at my parents' oh, house. Oh, okay. Wow. And we ended up moving out to Fallon. Interesting. After yeah. you got married? No. Or Oh. <laughs> no, we didn't get married. So we started dating in May. We got married next March. Oh, okay. We had Brandon in that July. So you were only 19 but yep. when you had Brandon. Or when 20. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, so you moved out to Fallon, and what did what did you do in Fallon? Like, was he... We commuted back to oh. Reno for work. Oh, okay. Just because it was... So just because of finances and everything that happened, we ended up moving back to my parents' house hmm. a little bit. And then we'd move in with his relatives for six months, and it seemed like we went back and forth like three or four times. Between your parents and his His family, family. yeah. Hmm. And then, so how long were you guys together or married before you came to the church? Or how did you come about um, finding the church or finding God? I was working with Shirley at the Hilton at that time, which is oh. Grand Sierra now. Oh, okay. And so we worked in, as cashier dispatch. So we took care of all the bartenders, the cashiers, gave them mm-hmm. their banks and did their tips. Oh, cool. Interesting. And so she was... She was my example. She, she ministered she to you. Me, yeah. we, we've heard <laughs> before of her and John ministering or like witnessing to people. Yep. So yeah, They're good. that's awesome. That's so cool. So how long did it take you like working with her and stuff before you finally like gave in and came to the church or were there things ha- <laughs> like, yeah, that life happens and things yes. happen, but like, were you in a season where like you decided that God was worth giving it a shot or how did that come about for you guys life got so bad at home because mike got into drugs and Mm. alcohol and gambling and it it was when he got arrested for the second time i was done so i went back Mm. with my parents we were living in a motel at the time oh my goodness and so with the little boy yep yeah he was six at the time and so i figured okay well i'll go to church so you moved back in with your parents, and mm-hmm. then you decided to give yep. church a try. Uh huh. Okay. So I came, and the second service I came, I got saved. Awesome. And then you just been there ever since. I have. That's awesome. <laughs> it is. And then how how long has that been? It'll be nineteen years this July. Wow. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So um, throughout your nineteen years of salvation, how? How how have things worked out for you? I mean, because now you're back back with your husband and everything. So, how did that work out, or how did God help you to restore your marriage and all those things? It's not be it's not easy being single in the fellowship. Oh, you don't got to tell me that, girl. Because <laughs> you have to wait upon God, and if you do it the right way, you get God's blessing. If you don't, then Absolutely. you don't get God's blessing. So it's better to be saved. Thank you for that encouragement <laughs> and reminder. Yeah. I know it's not easy because seeing all the married couples, it's like, well, I want mm-hmm. that blessing. Yeah, absolutely. So how long did you go to church on your own? So since you're... I think seven years because we've been married 10 years now. We got married in 2010. I started coming... Okay, Again. so eight years. So I started coming in church 2002. We got married again in 2010. Okay. It'll be 11 years this year. So you had gotten way back when, when you were like 20 years old or whatever, mm-hmm. 
you were married then. Right. And then he got into drugs and drinking and... and we ended up and, getting divorced. Ended up in jail or whatever, mm-hmm. and you got divorced. Yeah, and lived And lived back with your parents. Mm-hmm. And began coming to the church and began being a, a member of the church. And you were in the church on your own for seven years? Well, we were married for a year while I was still going, but he was living in North Dakota. For work or something? Yeah, his family was up there, so he went back with his family, and he ended up working there. Okay. So, at what point did you, um, you guys, what point did God restore your guys' relationship, and how did that work out? He was living with a girl or a lady in New York. They had a fight or whatever, and they were done with each other. So he okay. called me. <laughs> <laughs> and so we ended up talking, and he ended up moving back. So he went to the church. So at that time, like, you guys ended up talking, and were you able to, like, witness to him and stuff? Yeah, and... yeah he prayed with me over the phone. Oh, okay, And then he cool. ended up coming back. He stayed with Tech. Oh, he stayed with Techaba. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. That's so uh-huh. crazy to like to think like it's such God is good the way he, he like orchestrates and oh, puts yes. people right where they need to be. Yep. Um so then he stayed with Tekaba for a while while you guys like kind of figured and... things out and tried to do it the right way right. the next time yep. around. Oh, well that's mm-hmm. that's neat. Yeah. And then how long was your your dating process before you guys decided to get remarried not long enough <laughs> um, <laughs> came back in may we got remarried in july oh okay a couple of months mm-hmm. well three months yeah i think it goes fast sometimes for we're married once so yeah. so yeah yeah i think it's different for everybody too mm-hmm. it's di- different for each situation for each um couple so. Yeah, because even if he stayed, or even if we dated longer, we still would have gotten married. Right. Like, you knew that that was... Yep. And I'm sure Pastor knew, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then, so, you got remarried in July, and how old were you at that time? <laughs> 36. Oh, okay. And then, it's been 10 years since you got remarried, right? Right. So It'll be 11 this year. Oh, okay. Wow. I'm 45, so however the math works, it was either 35 or 36. Oh, okay. So in that in that amount of time, so you guys got married, and then because he doesn't come to the church now, but right. like once you guys got married, he was a member of the church, and right, he was he helped out in children's church for a little while. Oh, okay, cool. And then he helped out with the door scenes, Neat. the security. Oh, okay. Cool. I've never actually met your husband, so... I know. I don't um, think half the church has now. Yeah. Well, it's it's still encouraging, and, you know, God works things out. He can out. still come back. Yeah. God works things out mm-hmm. to where, you know, you're an example by continuing to press in and stay faithful, so... Yeah, I can't other... see my life without Jesus. Right, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Me neither. Mm-hmm. So, um... How has uh, your walk with God, like, changed from the time? Like, can you tell me more? I don't know how in-depth you want to go on how how long was he, like, serving with you in the church? Did that, did that strengthen? I don't remember. Huh? 
I don't remember. It was like right when we moved into the building we were in now, he came like twice and then that was it. Oh. It was like a whole bunch so of people who tried to backslide all at the same time. Yeah, because I've heard that that happens, like, when there's transitions or, like, building changes and mm -hmm. stuff like that, that, I guess... Yeah, the college was a hard time for the yeah. church. We had a lot of people backslide. Yeah. Crazy. So, just through the transitions and stuff that happened... I think he got some bad information and he oh. clung to it and, oh. and he wants to do what he wants to do, so... Yeah. Unfortunately. The devil's a liar. He is. Uh. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, you've been serving again on your own. He was only coming to the church maybe a couple years, or... I think so. Because she was... She was just born. Your daughter was... When we moved. Was still a baby when we moved into the building that we're in right. now? Oh, okay. And she's, what, I seven or eight years. now? Yeah, she's eight. eight. Wow. Either okay. two or three years. Okay, so then you've been continuing yeah. forward, pressing and doing what you know to do, what you yep. you choose to Pray serve and God and believe and God still for your husband. And and through your exampleship, I think there's still seed planted there, mm -hmm. you know. Yes, I can yeah. feel it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so. Um, he still gets convicted. See, and that's the thing, is when you know that there's still conviction, you know that their heart is still mm -hmm. somehow tender towards God, which is good. Yep, that helps. Yeah. Um, so can you tell me how it's been for you, like, serving in the church and what God's done in your life lately? I have a greater appreciation for my brothers and sisters in the church. Yeah. Lately. Yeah. Brandon's gonna have twins. I'm gonna be a grandma, and so it's like I don't know. It's just a whole new revelation now. Oh my gosh! I really enjoy people. Yeah. So in the time that you've been saved, has there been like a scripture that you hold close to your heart, or or something that well, it's not really really encouraged you in the beginning or even now. Well, this really stuck in my head when I was a new convert. Yeah. And it's from William Cowper's. It's a psalm that he wrote from what various hindrances we meet it's a whole like poem oh, this okay. is just part of it satan trembles when he sees even the weakest saint upon his his or her knees so it really encouraged me to keep praying and pressing in mm, yeah the power of prayer yeah 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 that's good so the latest way that what is the latest way that god's moved in your life is it is there a like specific instance that God, like, I don't know, what's he doing lately in your life? He's just showing me more of what he's done in the past, and he's still faithful. Yes. He can isn't still it, do things. Isn't it funny how he's constantly <laughs> reminding us, see, you can trust me. Yes. See, you can trust me. <laughs> I know. Yep, exactly. You forgot this thing I did then, but... <laughs> he can still do this yeah. now. Uh-huh. It's like absolutely. that song, I can do it again and again. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Well, I think that you're an encouragement, your faithfulness and pushing in even with things, you know, we all have our, our stuff yep. and our own personal battles, Absolutely. but yeah, that you're, you're faithful. You are definitely a faithful and encouraging uh, example to, it's good to other hear. women in the church for sure. 
Um, I think Satan lies to us a lot, and we absolutely. don't. We need to encourage each other. Yes, for sure. Yep. Um, I'm going to ask you just another random question, sure. just because what is your favorite part of being a part of the Christian Fellowship Ministries? I get to be involved in what God does. Other churches, well, when I was going to church and you see them on TV and stuff, other mm-hmm. people just sit there, they listen to the pastor, and they go home, and nothing happens. Absolutely. But then God, and through our fellowship, God uses our finances. We get to be involved in what he's doing yes. upon the earth and ministering to his, well, naturally I'm shy and right. I'm really introverted. Uh-huh. It's like I would love, well, because through the fellowship, God's challenged me to witness to Absolutely. people and to share my testimony, and I'm growing leaps and bounds through the fellowship and through yes. my brothers and sisters. For and sure, I would have never, if it weren't for people pushing me to be in uh-huh. drama and stuff, yep. I'd be like, no. Nope. I'm back in drama And that's again. exciting, too. That's really <laughs> neat seeing you be in drama and be more involved. It's super, it's super awesome to, to see, yeah. like, you know, and even we might get wearier, like, Maybe we're worn down with a ministry and we take a minute to breathe or whatever. But then once we get back into it, I feel like God reminds us of like how much he can work through us just pushing through and doing the thing. Even as much as we might, our flesh might. Yes, (laughs) it's a battle. Yeah. Yeah, because when I was single, it's like I was involved in everything in the drama and worship team and whatever nursery and Sunday school yeah all the things <laughs> yep you get weary doing that too but right. then I got married and had Serene and took too much time off and I'm back into everything yeah again. there's the different the ebb and flow of the seasons it's mm-hmm. interesting yeah. I'm still in the one I mean there's been ebbs and flows to the seasons but you, you have know. a son too <laughs> yeah it kind of yeah. helps and doesn't yeah <laughs> it's different yeah Brandon helped me serve God he was he, he was the loudest one in the prayer room at times. <laughs> like, God encouraged me. Okay, we can do this. <laughs> oh, like causing trouble or like... No, or praying. Praying. Oh. Yeah, he was oh, okay. filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, okay. He was on fire, yeah. Oh. But I thought you meant was, like as a little kid. <laughs> like, he had oh. his moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, if he was on fire, I was kind of there. And then if I was really on fire, then he wasn't. So oh, man. Let's go back and That's forth. So- the devil's a liar yep. again. <laughs> I'll reiterate that. Uh, so, do you have any like last comments or encouragement for anyone listening, maybe who is single or going through an interesting season in their walk with God? God is good. Just wait upon God. Do what He wants. There's blessing and obedience. He will always bless you when you're when you obey. Yeah. There's growth, maturity that comes. Hang in there, keep serving, keep pressing in. Yep, absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me, for telling me your story. I'm just going to close us in prayer, and that'll be it. Father God, I thank you for my sister. I thank you for her encouragement. I thank you for her exampleship, Lord Jesus, and her faithfulness. And I thank you for your faithfulness to her. I pray, Lord, that you will just continue to guide her and bless her and Help her in her everyday life, Lord Jesus, and help her to continue to serve you, my God, and to be an example to her family. I pray, Lord, that you will continue to move supernaturally in each and every one of our lives and that this episode can be an encouragement. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
That's a wrap for this week's episode of Christ-Centered Convos. I'm so grateful for all of you for taking the time to listen. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform that you use. Also, if you use Apple Podcasts, I would greatly appreciate a review. That just helps expand the listenership and help the show be found by more people. If you would like to reach out to the show, you can do so by contacting me at ChristCenteredConvos at gmail.com. I've also created an Instagram page. You can search ChristCenteredConvos to find the Instagram page with the exact same image that you see in your podcast library. Make sure to check the episode notes for links to anything mentioned in this week's episode. There is also an option in the episode notes for listener support, where you can help support the podcast with any allotted amount. It's set up as a monthly thing, but you can cancel at any time, and there's absolutely no pressure to do so. I've also set up a Venmo account for anyone wanting to help support the podcast as we expand and grow the podcast. You can find the information for that as well in the episode notes. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the podcast. I'm so grateful to be able to do this show and to share these stories, knowing that together, just as it says in Revelations 12:11, we can overcome by the word of our testimonies. This has been Christ-Centered Combos. I'm Kristen. We'll see you next time. And until then, stay encouraged and be blessed. <laughs>